0: mouthwash tbd conferences podcast with me paul armstrong creator and curator of tbd conference and founder of emerging technology advisory hereforth my guest today is giles reese jones cmo of what three words the company carving up the world into three by three meter squares it might not sound like much but what three words is impacting billions of lives around the world how? Just one example, if like tens of millions in Africa, you don't have a street address, you can't get a bank account and no bank account and you don't get access to the services that you need. What Three Words is breaking cycles of poverty and changing lives. Giles was higher number six and is in charge of pushing one of the most world-changing startups out there today that you probably haven't heard of. Giles and I talk candidly about everything from changing how the world sees location, working with huge partners, and where to go next, obviously. Find out more over at what3words.com. That's what, the number three, words.com. Enjoy the show. So, Giles is Chief Marketing Officer for What3Words, and I think uh, was employee number six for the company, but I'll check that in a minute. Um, previously with Ogilvy as Digital Strategy Director, amongst other agencies, he's done a stint in Hong Kong, and he's won d Black Pencils, and other awards that people in the creative industry would kill their grandparents to win. Throughout his career, he's worked with the likes of Unilever, Dove, IBM, HP, British Airways, Philips, Cisco, and even developed a brand-inspired primetime entertainment TV show. Now he's changed the lives of billions around the world with What Three Words and Three Words at a Time. What Three Words is a geolocation system that pinpoints where things are to a three-metre square. Giles, welcome to the show. How has your day been? Uh,
1: hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, just to, to note that ecology, when they plant a tree... Uh, they give you the three word address of uh, exactly where that tree has planted. So we, we love those guys too. Um, Amazing. good It's it's very cool. Uh, The the day has been, uh, it's been a tough day. Um, uh, Firefighting a little bit uh, here and there. We've got lots of exciting announcements going on, Uh, but also there are um, as, as you grow as a company and as you, as you get more and more exposure, uh, you also attract uh, uh, people that don't like your product. So, there's been a little bit of firefighting on, uh, on that front. So, uh, but it all seems to have calmed down now. Excellent. We'll, we'll talk about detractors a little bit
0: later, I think, because that mm. that was one thing that sort of interested me when you are doing it. It was kind of uh, when I was doing my research, rather, it was uh, an interesting thing to uh, to see and that sort of stuff, because mm. um, you don't realise how many people can get riled up about location, so very interesting. Um, right, okie doke. So uh, this should be fun. Uh, if you've got any questions, please do use Mouthwash Show uh, as the hashtag, and I'll do my best to get them in the show. Um, but who knows, Giles might even go through them afterwards and answer you directly. He is the that nice and i know he's got more time than he says <laughs> that, that's a lie i don't know that um right okay uh, where to begin oh where i always do let's start with what was the first thing you thought of when you woke up this morning
1: uh the detractors <laughs> oh no actually this morning uh, alarm didn't go off so i woke up at five past seven uh knowing that my daughter had to be at school for an exam at at eight o'clock uh so i, I think as anybody know, knows the beginning scene of four weddings and a funeral but basically, I said fuck for maybe 15 minutes straight until I got in the car and got to school. I love it. We're, what, three minutes in, we've already had the F word. All right, good,
0: <laughs> excellent. All right. Um, how, okay, so you've already mentioned it's been a tough week, but we'll talk about that a bit later. How have the last 12 months been for you guys? And um, how big is the team at the moment?
1: Uh, last last 12 months have been have been pretty amazing, to be fair. Um, the team now, the, the overall company, is uh, 110, 115 people, uh, and the marketing team within that is about 30 people. Uh, a very large proportion of the company is, uh, is actually marketing. Mm. Um, and over the, the past uh, 12 months, it has been interesting with, uh, with COVID and lockdown, uh, because a lot of the industries that we are traditionally associated with uh, uh, car companies, for example, and mobility companies, uh, kind of went into to, to shut down. Uh, but interestingly, saw a dramatic increase in people using what three words for deliveries. So a lot of businesses went straight to customer, direct to customer, and actually realised that traditional addressing is pretty rubbish mm. uh, and, and so they started they started using us so we saw a dramatic increase in people uh, in people using us for that but then as lockdown has started to ease our numbers uh, went up significantly and we, we attracted some some pretty significant investment so we got investment from uh, from channel 4 we got investment from ITV and we also got investment from Inca which is IKEA's parent company mm-hmm. uh, which was which was pretty significant
0: we'll talk about that a little bit later let me just jump in two things number one are you um very close to your phone speaker with your beard uh, beard has been shaped off actually oh okay it sounded <laughs> like it was rustling so that's all right if you can hold it away from your face that would be that would be yeah. helpful for the mic um and then the other question i wanted before we go into uh it, what do you call it investment and everything i want to talk about that a little bit later um tell the people uh, listening
1: what exactly is what three words Okay. So um, we're just a simple way to talk about location. Um, We've taken uh, the world, we've divided it into small squares. We've divided it into 57 trillion three meter by three meter squares. And then we've uh, assigned each one of those squares uh, a three word address. So table, chair, lamp, for example. Uh, The reason massively accurate and it doesn't obviously cover everywhere Um, uh, but even uh, GPS coordinates which do cover everywhere um, uh, and are very very accurate uh, can be very difficult to communicate so uh, we are a user-friendly version of uh, of coordinates and how did the idea come about what's the history Uh, So uh, Chris, uh, the co-founder, used to organize music events around the world um, and was constantly frustrated whether he was trying to get people to uh, i don't know gate 37b at the nec arena in birmingham or find a remote chateau in france and he was just you know addresses just weren't good enough so he started using uh gps coordinates um and it became apparent fairly quickly that that uh, drummers and roadies are not predisposed to remembering 18 digits and writing them down and then tapping them into a sat nav and, and getting it right um and so P- you would get phone calls from people saying a- you know, I think uh, we've just arrived at the wedding and he would said, actually, no, you haven't. You're at the wrong one. Um, so he sat down with a friend of his and and uh, and kind of thought about what might be a better solution. And they thought about um, uh, using words and they worked out that. Um, if you cut the world up into three meter squares, that gave you 57 trillion. You therefore needed a word list of 40,000 words, 40,000 cubed gives you 64 trillion, which gives you enough to give every single space a, a unique one. So they did the maths on, the, on the, basically the back of a napkin and, uh, and the kind of company was born from there.
0: Um, I must admit, I haven't had that problem of not being able to find a French chateau, but I'm open, <laughs> o- open to having that. Um, so the pandemic's been like a, a, an adrenaline shot, really, for what three words. People needed to know locations quickly for, for more shipping. And also just, I would imagine, safety, you know, being able to like find a, find a person in a park, um, sometimes mm. more challenging than one would imagine, I would say. Give us a sense of the growth that you've seen. Um, I know you probably can't give me intricate numbers, um, but you know I was going to ask for them. So be as specific as you can.
1: Um, well, we've seen about a thousand percent increase in the number of people using uh, what three words for um, for deliveries and for business, small, small businesses using using the system, which is um, which is phenomenal. Um, the past two summers, we've been number one on both um, app stores, um, which is um, which, which is fairly, uh, fairly significant for us. Um, and then we are—we just did a, a dip in the UK with a, a, an awareness poll, and our kind of prompted awareness is up to thirty percent in the uh, in the UK. So we're starting to get certainly some great uh, awareness off the back of it. We can't talk about specific figures, um, but but we're um, you know we're in the kind of multiple millions of people using us monthly.
0: So so that poll means one in three roughly know what yeah. three words are. Is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: brilliant. Um, I'm always flabbergasted. Um, Actually, before I go on, what's the biggest hurdle you have to overcome with new users? Uh, you know, so you've got you yeah. know, 60, 70% to make up. When they hit the app, is it installs, you know, just like getting them to install it, or is it more yeah. on a psychological level of
1: rethinking location? Um, yeah, it's, it's the psychological location, uh, um, kind of rethinking, um, kind of ingrained behavior and addresses is is kind of good enough. Dropping a pin is fine. Um, it's it's that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, interestingly, the the... coming up with the idea whilst it was difficult uh the real challenge is changing human behavior um as if all all marketers know i guess um so the yeah so the the big challenge is um um is is shifting that and how we um uh and 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 how we do that Mm. um so
0: let's let's go back up high for a sec i'm always um I think flabbergasting would be a good word, actually. By how what three words can be a real leveler in different countries. So um, whilst UK people might see it as getting a taco closer to us, so it's a bit hotter. That's not the case in places like India and Japan. Mm. Can you talk a bit about what three words means for different countries and communities, and why yeah. it's so sort of you know vital, but also it means such a different thing when you're in Japan versus India versus the UK
1: yeah for sure i mean you could you definitely get a very different reception depending on what market you are in um the us tends to be fairly uh not invented here our addressing system is brilliant um uh the uk a little bit less so uh, uh germany tends to really find what three words attractive and uh, we've seen significant growth in the german market and we've had great investment from from Germany and great partners from um, from Germany. But then you go further afield into uh, parts of Africa. We're very active in South Africa, for example, where the problem is is very significant, and everybody understands that addresses are poor there. And therefore, this system is um, is really useful for them. We're also very big in Mongolia. Uh, the Mongolian postal service were the per- first postal service in the world to 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 use what three words um, because they have. Um, uh, a small population and a massive country, and and it's fairly dispersed, and a lot of it is nomadic. So actually, what three words is in multiple languages? We're coming up to 48 languages now. So we're in Mongolian, um, and and then in in other parts of the world, we're being used in. Informal settlements like the Rhino Camp in um, in Uganda, where we are being used as an address. We're being used when people go to medical centres, uh, or to report crime, or to get ambulances, um, uh, and we are used as you know, a, a legal address in those in those parts of the world. If you don't have an address. It means that you, it's very difficult to start a business. It's difficult to open a bank account. It's very difficult to vote. For example, there was a um, if you follow the U.S. elections, it was very difficult for Native Americans to uh, uh, to vote because they didn't have a legal address. Uh, so there, it's 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 kind of one of the first steps um, on 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 the kind of ladder ladder for social and economic development. And the way that we have structured our business is that um, we so we got an app which is free. anybody can use the app but um, we give our code away free to emergency services anywhere in the world to NGOs and to uh, to charities So we sell our code to delivery companies who can save time and money uh, using the system but then we, we give it away free so we're trying to do the, the, the balance which is the right thing to do between being a commercial entity and being uh, you know doing what's right.
0: That's a very good overview thank you for that um, during lockdown i've seen a flurry of announcements and um, definitely your team has been busy um it's been used to assist ambulance services finding people obviously with covid um and i saw it's been baked into apps like uh adley addison lee um mm. even um and also like car manufacturers um and also like on-demand bike companies and that sort of thing your ubiquity feels interesting and I'm I'm surprised it's only at thirty percent in the UK because I've seen a lot more stuff even during lockdown from you guys.
1: We um, we, we know the influencers. We surround our influencers, Paul. Ah uh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Hello.
0: <laughs> um, well
1: no actually that's that is actually one of our one of our strategies is ambitious innovators. People who listen to mouthwash and go to tbd and read wired and uh you know and and go to can and and pay attention to dnad because those are the sorts of people who don't care that they might have the word lettuce in their address um but they just understand the impact that it that it can have so actually a strategy is to is to reach these these people who tend to be early adopters and fairly influential to buy to to buy the service so we're very clear about who our target audience, uh, target audience was, and then the ubiquity, yes, the, we, our intention is to become a global standard. So you see, you know, slash, 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 word, word, word on a building, you see it on a checkout page, you type it into a search bar, and it's recognized as, as, as an address. So we aspire to boring, we aspire to normal. Uh, uh, And actually, we aspire to our app not having to exist, because we've, been built into everything else, um, mm-hmm. so that's that's the the, the kind of what we what we're trying to get to as a company
0: okay so uh, royal mail i think was the recent one that i saw as testing delivery and you mentioned it was already in other countries that talks to your versatility but also if it's royal mail usually cost savings um can you talk about the money that's being wasted or saved by companies via mm. when they're using your app because i think that's usually a message that doesn't 100% get out it, a lot of people focus on like how quick and accurate it is to find something in three meters but often not what it's costing them in order to fix that
1: yeah, fa- fairly significant. I think um, I think UPS did a study where they said if they can make each each of their drivers, uh, if they can save each of their drivers one mile per driver per day, that's kind of fifty million dollar saving. Um, we we've actually run a number of different tests in various different markets. So we've done South Africa, we've done Dubai, uh, we've done the UK in both Manchester and London. Uh, and on average, when you compare uh, a three word address to uh, um, to a street address, we save about twenty eight percent of time basically a third of the day Um, and so that is a significant money saving. It's also better customer service. It's better driver experience. There's less congestion. There's less carbon emissions. So there's actually a very, very significant saving for uh, for, for just being slightly more accurate with, a, with an address. If you're getting a delivery to a business park or a block of flats uh, or, or, or a farm, you know, you get out of London and the postcode covers several properties, none of which have proper numbers. They've got names. Uh, and it can be really, really, really difficult. To, to find them you end up picking up the phone or, or dropping off at the wrong uh, at the wrong place so saving those those sorts of saving are fairly significant so you mentioned developing countries yes we're we're super useful there but actually where we're seeing real in, in interest is in developed countries where two hundred yards makes 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 a huge difference um, when repeated multiple times a day yeah
0: I, th- I think for me I, I always like weigh you up in two arms you know like when you're weighing up an argument and I go on the one the one hand you've got like helping people who can suddenly get a bank account and vote and that sort of thing which is you know super down my hands down to the floor and then also there's like and actually a pizza will get to me that's warm and not like sit around and that sort of stuff so it's kind of interesting i think you know it depends lifetime value and stuff like that do you when you're doing the deals obviously this is not your department but when you're doing the deals with people to use your api for access and that sort of stuff do you help them work out what they're going to save or is that just no you've you've done that you know yeah for,
1: for sure i mean as part of the, as part of the kind of sales process um, yes because because it's uh you know it's 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 a pretty innovative and and disruptive technology to buy and to convince others in your organization even if you are an early adopter yeah. um uh and an ambitious innovator you still got to convince the other people and the finance director and all that sort of stuff so yes we help uh, we help with those we run various different uh different trials um to to kind of put that together and then one of the one of the things that we do a lot of and this is where it's quite interesting from a from a marketing point of view basically we've got an in-house agency right and so we spend a lot of time creating sales assets to help our business team sell uh, but also to drive leads and create awareness for 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 them as well but then actually uh, one of the first questions that our partner will ask is well how do i tell people about this and Uh, And and that's when we say, well, actually, we've got a full team here that can produce assets for you. And here's a toolkit that they've done. So uh, in the past two years we've made adverts for mercedes-benz we won we won at dnad for uh, an ad we made for airbnb um we've made uh, kind of in-car uh, entertainment films for tata motors in india and in hindi we've done the back of taxis in uh, when we did a deal with uh, sony taxi service in in tokyo so we we're, we're actually an in-house agency for what three was but we're making assets for our partners, because it's a much more cost-effective way for me to spend X amount of money making an asset and then giving it to them and them to push it out on their channels, uh, because I get the, you know, I get the, the kind of media exposure. So it's a really interesting hybrid model where we're an agency that actually services other other people.
0: Uh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. I guess also you get to control the branding and that sort of thing. Mm. To, to a certain yep.
1: degree. Yeah, yeah. To a certain degree. <laughs> um, I mean the um, ideal is we get to this point where where actually you know we chat to their agencies and we say this is a really interesting proposition. And say, wow, this is this this really is a differentiator for us. There's no other luxury car that has got what three words in apart from Mercedes. And so Mercedes in various different markets are using us as a as a reason to buy Mercedes. Because I don't know about you, but if you get into your car and you say, take me to church road, and the car goes 14 different church roads within a t- you know 10 mile radius of where you are, Paul, which one do you want? and by that point you've got to stop you've got to pull over you've got to touch the screen so at, so actually it's becoming a reason to buy certain products because they've got what three words in which is which is pretty cool that i like that that's an interesting you know it's sort of um, not a nice
0: to have anymore it's sort of a must have and a, a decision choice which is good um speaking of um something completely irrelevant let's go off topic for a slight i meant i forgot to um say you were mentioned on casualty weren't you you were a storyline in that how did that come about Oh, Uh, I know we're a global room, so casualty, um, for people who don't know, is a bit like ER. um, And if that's too old a reference, it's a hospital
1: show. (laughs) So the the really interesting thing is that we are a technology that inspires people to make stuff with us. And, And actually, one of our strategies is... Uh, the kind of 80-20 rule where we spend 80% of our time and effort as a marketing team thinking about things that we know work and work well. And we do Facebook ads and LinkedIn ads and events and direct mail and all that sort of stuff. And then we spend 20% of our time cultivating slightly weird and wonderful and different things that might well take off and they might not. Um, and, and we spend a bit of time talking with... Um, uh, with tv production companies and studios and things like that and so uh over the years we've been in NCIS uh we were a plot line in NCIS we were a plot line in a show called Blind Spot we were in a uh, a hollywood movie called Under the Silver Lake um and and yes we were in Casualty and the the interesting thing is that we we kind of in casualty we were used very very normally uh uh, we are now in the uk used by 85 percent of emergency services in uh in australia we're used by a hundred percent we're being used in in uh, germany by emergency service in canada and the us now increasingly the us Um, because one of the first questions you ask in an emergency is where where are you if you're not at home at your normal address then actually it becomes quite difficult to describe it and so casualty there was a uh, one of the cast was was went into premature labor uh, in a forest in the middle of nowhere and uh, they were trying to find her and and said oh you've got that word code thing on your phone tell us tell us the three words of where you're at and 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 they rescued her and uh, she has a bouncing uh, healthy baby and so that was that was kind of wonderful to see but we do try and cultivate those um those relationships and and over the years we've had i think three or four different beers uh, uh, named after the three word address of the brewery, for example, that they have been uh, uh, that they have been made in, so kind of pop culture is definitely something that we that we try and cultivate and, and push because it b- because it works
0: um, that's a, this is a slightly snatchy question but i 'm going to answer it anyway um, and you mentioned it earlier that there are detractors out there not everyone 's a fan um, there are a lot of people who are incredibly um, what should we say scritchy Spocal. around um, locations. So Um, talk to me about, uh, the center for public data. Like they said in the FT piece recently, um, it's really not suitable for national public infrastructure, like addresses. Is that fair? Why why not? Why
1: are some people sort of taking umbrage with you guys? Um, I, well, I guess there's a, there's, there's a couple of, they, they split into two different groups. I think there's the group that think that a system like this should be open to all, um, and, and available to everybody. Uh, and I think there's a couple of misconceptions there. One is actually an open system require uh, you know, a system requires a lot of upkeep. It requires marketing. It requires servicing. If you're selling in a service to, know a a, a national entity or a a global car company they need to be uh, it needs to they need to ensure that it is robust and therefore we put in slas and all that sort of stuff to to service them so um uh, there are people that that kind of take exception to the fact that it's um that it's not open and i think that there's also this misconception that addresses are free um when actually they're not Uh, if you are checking out on a checkout page and you type in an address it goes off and validates that address normally with Google um, uh, and they charge that company every time they check your address. Um, And we provide exactly the same service as say Google does in that in, in that regard, um, it's just that we're cheaper and we're more accurate. And so actually, what we're seeing is companies moving to what three words to check that address because it's a um, uh, because it's a, a better service. But addresses aren't free. Um, so that there's that there's the kind of one group, and then there's the other group of people who don't really like the way that we've. Um, that we've done it. They like hierarchical systems. They like the fact that GPS coordinates are one, two, three, four is next to one, two, three, one, two, five, next to one, two, six is next to one, two, seven. But we made an intentional decision to put similar sounding words far apart as possible. So table chair lamp is in America and table chair damp is in Australia. So if you make an error, it's obvious that you've made that error and the system can suggest a better solution. So if you jump in your car and say, take me to table chair lamp, it says, I think you meant table chair lamp, uh, table chair damp because you're five miles away. So we, we've kind of built that in. And so there's people that take exception to the um, to the kind of infrastructure, the the, the the algorithm behind the system. And then there's people who who think we should be um, we should be open and, and free to all. Mm. I was I was really interested to read some of the, the the comments when I was doing
0: the research for this because some of it, it it like it is like you say, they are just, you know, I'm used to addresses and I want addresses to be this. And it's sort of that's fine. But I I feel like that this this is larger than just addresses, if that makes sense. This is trying to sort of change the world for a lot of people. And for other people, it'll just be getting somewhere a bit faster. And we
1: and we don't. And, and the, I mean, we're not trying to replace street addresses and we're not trying to change the meaning that you might have from, you know, I live in Wimbledon and we're not trying to change the meaning of Wimbledon. We're just trying to provide specificity if it's needed. Uh, and uh, and if you're not a fan, you can use GPS coordinates. You can use landmark based descriptions. You can use uh, w- whatever system uh, you want and you're more comfortable with. Um so I, I think there's a um, there's this there's this as soon as a new thing comes along, everybody goes, well, what's it going to replace? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the same with the Internet. It was the same with you know, any, any sort of new medium. Uh, it, it, people go, what, what, what are you going to replace? Uh, and people react badly to that. But we're, we, we complement uh, these uh, these other systems
0: quite well. Mm. Um, just a reminder. I've seen a couple of people um, request the mic. Um, we're not really doing that with what three uh, with, sorry, what three words can do what they like. But mouthwash show. Uh, we're not doing that. We're um, we're accepting questions through um, the hashtag mouthwash show. So please do um, pop them there, and I'll get them answered for you. Um, all right. Going back to what you just said, you mentioned the big G word Google. Um, I have also talked to you about Apple previously. Um, when is a big platform going to swallow you up? Is that something? What three words? are even interested in anymore. You know, you're, you're obviously rocketing up in public awareness. Um, tell me when you're going to get sold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I,
1: I wish I could, uh, I could tell you that um, uh, as you would expect, we're talking to all of the, the big players for whom uh, addressing is a, uh, is a challenge or they've got a kind of significant and, and, and major platform. Um, uh, we, we, we love playing around with with Apple products. We've got now got an Apple Watch uh, app, which is, which is pretty cool. We've been built into Apple Messenger. Uh, we've got widgets for that. We've got a widget for your, for your uh, home screen. We've got a Mac app as well. So we love playing around with our system. And then we just also added Apple Maps to our app as well. So if you're on the iPhone, um, you can change your default map to to Apple Maps which is a native app, which means it's uh, kind of much, much faster and easier to use. Um, but we're talking with all of the major, major logis- logistics uh, players, all of the major car companies and and all the kind of social, social media platforms. Um, uh, and we're, you know, we're making revenues. We just announced a deal yesterday where we're being built into all uh, the latest Lotus cars. Uh, the first one is, I think, 2.8 million U.S., um, uh, uh dollars and we've we've been built into that as well so we're 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 making revenues too so which is which is great I think that's the key thing, isn't it? You, you have been in, you,
0: like that ubiquitous word again, you're, you're in everything, you're on every platform, the option is there. I think now the education sort of piece comes from, and like, I think the pandemic's been nothing but good for you. Obviously, it's been bad for other people. But um, I also think location's sort of having a moment at the moment because of, um, you know, people just realising how important it is to be places with people and that sort of stuff. Um, it's also been in the news recently, thanks to Apple and AirTags and sort of upgrades to maps with AR directions and uh, everything. Where do you... And um, how did what three words sort of start seeing the location industry and that sort of narrative change? Oh,
1: that's a that's a that's a big one. Um, we don't mess around on mouthwash. Yeah, heads up, <laughs> we've been good. Uh, the um, um, yeah, that's that, I mean that's a that's an interesting one. I think that uh, more and more people will start to realise that. Um, Uh, So, for example, the the location is incredibly important and being accurate around it is incredibly important. No matter what you're doing or what what system you're using, this is independent of what three words. But um, we've been in the news recently with a deal that we did with Supper, uh, which is a food delivery service uh, to parks. And uh, they will deliver you a hamper from Harrods to to wherever you are in the middle of the park. Uh, They currently do uh, London um uh and so you're seeing you're seeing deliveries moving away from home and office to anywhere and that is something that we can uh that, that we can help with obviously then the other thing you're seeing a rise in is Uh, folks like Wheezy and, you know, delivery services that kind of promise to do it within 15 minutes. And so kind of four or five minutes trying to find the right entrance is a, has a significant impact on that promise. And so Wheezy are now using what three words addresses as well. And so, yes, we're, we're seeing an increase in the importance of locations for the business models that we are, you know, that we're starting to do the gig economy. Um, uh, on-demand delivery, delivery wherever you, you know, kind of wherever you are, um, and just the kind of spontaneity of people who who will you know, uh, decide to meet friends at the drop of a hat in the middle of somewhere. I mean, I use it with my daughter all the time. I use I use it to to pick her up and, and drop her off in Addison Lee's because, as you mentioned, they they accept it as well. So they'll pick her up from halfway along the road by. Battersea Park, which doesn't have an address. Um, and, and so it's 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 incre- incredibly useful for the way that we're starting to, to kind of live today.
0: That's quite an interesting point. I hadn't thought about that before now. But um, when you think about uh, the ability to turn a car or put someone who's picking up sort of stuff, that kind of could change Uber's model as well, really. When you think about, you know, hi, I'm here, come and get me. It could set up you know there are different ways that it picks people up but it would then you know you could circumvent emissions charges you could rejig the way that traffic runs and that sort of stuff using that um have you ever talked to uber about that
1: uh yeah we 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 know uber well and we've been built into a couple of their um uh, one of their companies actually kareem in um uh, in the middle east uh have built in uh, what three words and then across the uk actually a lot of um, of of taxi companies and, and minicab companies uh, have built us in as well. So we've been built into a lot of the infrastructure that supports those, um, and and then uh, individual um, uh, companies can kind of turn us on and off. But yes, uh, mobility, uh, taxi, ride sharing is 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 a big growth area for us.
0: So you have got name recognition in the UK alone of um, one in three people but what's it going to take for you to tip over that point? You work with Apple Maps at the moment, but not natively. Um, Google Maps, you don't work natively with them. Are you being held back by Google and Apple not adopting What3Words in their native apps? Do you think they will?
1: Is that even uh, well, the case? There is... Um, uh, one, of, one of our fans actually built a plugin for Chrome that allows you to use What3Words in uh, uh, in Google Maps, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, I think that it's... Um, uh, merely being in the in it doesn't guarantee success. Uh, I don't know if you know, but Google has something called Plus Codes, uh, which is an alphanumeric code, ANZ two one five four ZY plus twenty seven, uh, which is their own uh, version uh, of of a of a new addressing system, and that's been in Apple Maps for four or five years now, um, but doesn't have significant and major usage and, and hasn't been plugged into to, to other um other companies and services so merely being in it doesn't uh, kind of doesn't doesn't guarantee doesn't guarantee success interesting i, I hmm.
0: when you look at the way that platforms grow and when they've bought products and sort of smashed them into each other that is usually the way that they are pushing their products you know examples instagram even twitter you know they, yeah. they put things front and center what's that up system. yeah I'm interested um you know when when you think of how QR codes have taken off partly due to the pandemic but before then Google uh, sorry um Apple had sort of opened the 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 floodgates of it and you know we're talking about it live on stage and that sort of stuff technology seems to leap whenever those big technology companies mm. um often say yes and now you may have the technology um I'm I'm
1: intrigued as to when that moment is for you but um I th- yeah I mean I, it's 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 quite interesting I think one of the things I I, I don't want to say the tipping point words, but um, it feels in the UK that we're getting to an interesting point. And I mean, one of the tweets I was going to share with you was um, the first time that someone shared a What3Words address, but didn't say it was What3Words. And they shared it with um, with Thames Water. And they said, there's been a leak at slash 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 word dot word dot word. And Thames Water went, thanks very much for the location. We'll get right on it. And I felt that that was quite a tipping point in the kind of history of what three was, because there was no explanation about what it was. And yet that was totally understood as a, a, as a, as an accurate location. And it feels that that is happening more and more and more on social media, on, on platforms. We're discovering people integrating our technology that we didn't, Actually, talk to. They just went to our site, got the API, plugged in their credit card details, and 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 plugged us in. Um, and so we're we're getting to a really interesting point, and we're about to kick off a, a campaign in. Uh, In the summer, uh, with the investment that we got from ITV, um, who are now doing airtime for equity deals. Um, So we've got some uh, we've we've got some TV advertising happening with them. And and hopefully that will just um, that will just help. And then the model is to replicate that in other markets. And so we go actually in the UK, it took this media mix. It took this amount of PR and it took this um, this number of partners. Now let's go and do that in the in the next market and repeat and repeat and repeat. Mm. I
0: think it's a really interesting model for ITV to do it, and you've done it with um, Channel Four as well, right?
1: Yes, yeah. Channel Four were um, were the first in the in the UK to do that, and now and, and ITV just started up a, uh, a venture arm, and we were there uh, and we were their first deal.
0: Nice. Um, you also got um, a couple of a couple of million twelve from um, IKEA Ventures and that sort of stuff. So you've got all this investment obviously that that sort of sends uh, some interesting signals out to the world um what's next for you with regards to investments and mm. how do you, how are you furthering the tech you know a lot of people i would think uh, are thinking that you're sitting there like just coming up with marketing campaigns because the tech sort of is already written i doubt that's the case where are you
1: um pushing it next well I think that the um we're adding more and more languages so we're coming up for uh, we've got forty eight languages we came up for fifty uh, and putting together a word list in a different languages is, is fairly complex. We try and remove homophones we try and remove offensive words um, uh, we get each word checked about fifteen times by twenty seven different native speakers and they get graded and all that sort of stuff so putting together a word lists are a fairly significant we're working really hard on making the tech as easy to adopt as possible. So we've got multiple plugins for different e-commerce partners. So we've got a Shopify plugin and things like that. So building that so it's as easy as possible to to implement. Uh, We're working hard on voice recognition and just improving that. We've had thousands and thousands of people recording different three-word addresses uh, to plug into our to plug into our system, our voice recognition system with different accents and things like that. I mean, I jumped into a car in India and tried to use the system, but it didn't recognise my voice because I didn't speak with a uh, with a Hindi accent, which was quite uh, which was quite amusing. But is that it's it's that accurate? And then we're also working on scan. So you mentioned QR codes. Actually, what you can do in our app now is hold up the um, hold up the the phone, open up the camera, and it will recognize the the three word address, which is brilliant if you're you know, producing maps and stuff like that. So there's a lot of stuff that we're doing uh, on the tech to constantly improve it and, and adding languages. But a lot of this is about marketing, where we're changing people's perception. And we, um, uh, and we, we need to do that in, in multiple markets to, you know, as, as quickly as possible. Mm. i remember
0: when we did the um the first timiddy conference or second i can't remember which one it was but we did the map of like places to relax in london yeah and we got people to sort of bring those in and i just thought that, that's a really nice sort of way of you know creating curating something something we love at doing at tbd um what is the future of layers when it comes to that I, I think about probably less than one in ten people actually know that you can layer things over things like google maps and apple maps to create your own world yeah is that something that what three words is probably going to focus on because you know that that's very yeah. friendly
1: yeah we've, we've seen a um, actually i have turned that list into uh into a list so we, we built list functionality so you can uh, you, you can save lots and lots of three word addresses in a, in a list. I've also got one of the of, of pubs in London with heaters in their gardens, uh, which is particularly useful right now. Um, uh, so, yes, uh, doing lists and then able to export lists and import lists um, is, um, is is super useful. Um, but then also working hard with our partners to bring that sort of technology to, to them as well. So outdoor active is one of the biggest uh, uh um, adventure apps mapping apps in uh in europe they built what three words in so we're spending a lot of time with them to making sure they're getting all the functionality they need um they, they need out of the service
0: mm.
1: okay let's drill down. you've mentioned some interesting use cases
0: there let's drill down into um businesses how can they use what three words at the moment what should they be doing like what's step one where are the resources
1: uh, well easiest thing to do is to put uh your what three words address on your contact pages, uh, or your booking confirmation. If you book a, if you book a premiere in, uh, you will get a booking confirmation, which has got the three word address of exactly the front door, uh, of them. So the, yeah, the easiest thing is to, is to put it on your contact pages. And then, uh, if you Google what three words API, um, you can, you can sign up to an API and, and, and build it into your tech within an afternoon. I mean, the, 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 the tech is so simple, it converts GPS coordinates to words and back again. Um, there's a few other things that you can you can obviously do with it to improve it, but um, and and and, and um, personalize it, customize it. Um, but but the API is 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 the is the place to start
0: hmm I um I liked on the site I didn't I wouldn't thought you'd have done it then but I saw it and I was like oh I'm gonna get the one it um for a person who opened a new business I created a plaque with the what three words on oh uh, yeah said, like, yeah
1: it's cool. super cute uh, and sort of a nice sort of physicality to it as well which is kind of so we uh well that's quite interesting because we um we, we actually addressed a town in an informal settlement in South Africa and we took a machine a CNC machine down there and uh and took it to the central square people came and found their their houses on an ipad and pressed print and they got this permanent sign which they either put on their door or they kept in their bibles um and people saw this and said i would like one and so we actually worked with the south african company to make those signs um but then subsequently we moved it to a social enterprise up in scotland in aberfeldy who work with um with unemployed previously unemployed people and teach them new skills and so we've outsourced all of our sign making business to 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 those guys to to support them and then if you go to etsy and you google what three words there's whole cottage industries springing up about people making rings and dog tags and all sorts of things uh you know pictures uh and and things like that uh, uh doormats you can get with a with a what three words address on which is that's super cool to see but it's not it's something that we encourage and we push and we and we 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 tell people about but it's um but it's amazing to see it happen. I like that.
0: I think that's, um, it's nice when things spring up around you and that sort of stuff. Um, when you, actually, I wanted to ask a question about um, just physical location. So granted, the world doesn't move massively, right? But there are earthquakes and changes that make up specific areas and that sort of thing. How do you handle that? Is it that you wait to be told or is there an update procedure
1: or? No, well, the um, because GPS coordinates remain static and the same, there's no, there's no, kind of significant change there and if if you were particularly useful in earthquakes for example where um i mean we were used in the nepal earthquake there was a big earthquake in in mexico and we were used there because it wipes away all landmarks and it wipes away all kind of street addressing and all that sort of stuff and so they they use us because we are static um uh, there is a slight challenge in australia where continental shift is uh, is moving but um but then the gps coordinates move with that and therefore what three words address moves with that so there's 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 no significant issues with with that so it's literally the globe is literally mapped
0: and that's the thing can you morph or, or merge or you know change an address so say for example if a, if a business moved from one to another could you switch that or is that that's no one right? of the
1: well, yeah one of the one, one of the major advantages of what three words is it works offline so you don't need data um, the this, this, this system works and so I've got all 57 trillion in 48 languages on my phone and I can put it on airplane mode and I can still get an address mm. um, and whereas if you allow people to change that then then that breaks that model because it means you you've got so. to have a single source and it also means you've got to be online all the time but what we have seen is people finding really interesting three-word addresses so um, Audi found their advertising tagline which is Vorsprung Dirsch Technik in German and they found it in the in the um, in the rainforest just outside of Sao Paulo so they actually got one of their Q7 kind of monster trucks and they drove it there and they created this whole piece of content they wherever they stopped they tagged it with three word addresses uh like amazing views and beautiful little cafes and stuff like that but they created a whole thing about the in search of vor sprung technique which was which was pretty cool and there's there's others out there there's funny ones there's serendipitous ones i found i think dairy milk chocolate is in the middle of idaho somewhere <laughs> um, but there's, there's so actually so the the reverse could be true where we actually start to impact the price of three meter squares uh in the world because of the because it has a particularly attractive three word address oh my god well yeah i mean <laughs> you I, know that i bet a right doorstep yeah for sure um when you
0: uh let's talk about the model a little bit before i let you off the hook um you make money through charging people to access your data so it's free for general schmoes like me but businesses obviously who want to ding you and your api um they've got to pay how else are you making money at the moment any plans to add more ways in the future um
1: uh that's the that that's the basic model and that's um and that's what we have built the the business model around and that's what our investors are 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 buying and the intention is to uh get to a certain scale where we are ubiquitous and uh and uh, and it and it makes revenue i mean the geocoding market which is of which we are part is is worth multiple billions um it's it's an incredibly significant uh a piece of, of business that is that is ripe for um ripe for disruption so yes we're 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 making revenues with that with that model right now mm. um I think the future seems incredibly bright
0: for you guys when you think about on-demand delivery, drone delivery, and other ways the world are changing to sort of fix things like the last mile, not least of which getting people to things, things that people need quicker. Um, pandemic aside, um, what what is your biggest
1: opportunity that you see at the moment? Um... I think that um, I think that the automotive uh, uh, opportunity is large Mercedes were way ahead of the game when they integrated us about two years ago uh, they were followed by Ford and then they were followed by Tata Motors in India which is a significant player out out there we've subsequently had Mitsubishi and then um, uh, and then Lotus uh, the today uh, or yesterday so we are starting to see I mean one of the interesting things that that, that we, you look at, and if you've ever read, kind of crossing the chasm, um, you kind of focus on a on an industry and 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 achieve success there, and then spread from there. Um, the automotive industry is, I wouldn't say incestuous, but everybody knows everybody else and is looking each other over each other's shoulders for a for a, for an advantage. Um, and and so that feels like it's a really interesting area for us right now to uh, to lean into. And and you mentioned logistics, which is which is an absolute no brainer from the from the cost savings. Mm. So there's, you were like, we we either save save costs or we improve customer experience, and and both for d- delivery and automotive, we do that. I,
0: I do you know what? The more I think about it, the more I'm just like absolutely flabbergasted that Amazon hasn't gobbled you up. But um, <laughs> I know they are desperately, you know, just worrying about how to spend their billions. But anyway, who knows? Maybe you're in you're in One day I'll wake up and I'll see a press release to say that you've been bought for billions. And I'll be like, there is, there, there is, he's got his. I'll
1: phone left. you up personally.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so where to next for um, What3Words? You are hiring at the moment, I hear.
1: Yes, we are. We're, uh, we're growing. I mean, we're obviously trying to do it super efficiently. Um, and everything we do, we try to try and build... A repeatable model. So our marketing stuff is all templates. We've got really interesting models where we're using things like Canva. Um, uh, we're using some of the digital platforms that allow you to generate uh, assets and and multi variant tests really really quickly and efficiently. We use freelance resources like Genero. So we've got the we've got a really interesting model where we're trying to be really 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 lean and only plug in people where as and where we need. Um, but we're starting to look at uh, some key, other key markets. Germany, as I said, is really interesting with DB Schenker have invested in us. Mercedes have invested in us and both both built us in. We're seeing growth there with emergency services. Canada seems to have embraced us and, and the US as well. So we've got a couple of, of interesting announcements in, in the US. So we're looking at all of those markets as, as, uh, as, as, as possible markets to lean into a bit, a bit heavily. But we're pretty much hiring across the board
0: brilliant okay right um let me pop it up and we'll do uh desert island tweets uh, eventually somebody offered me to make me a, a jingle for this today and I was, i'm wondering whether we should do that or not but let me know in the in the comments if you think we should have a jingle um so desert island tweets is the part of mouthwash where we pick a tweet that's uh, changed the guest's mind or way of thinking in some way and giles has chosen this tweet which you should be able to see at the top in the nest um so please turn your attention up there giles why this one what, what's it about
1: um This was quite a weird one. So I was at at Ogilvy and I was fairly new into Ogilvy at at that point. And um, they didn't have a Twitter account. So I registered it and and started playing around with it. And I built, um, does anybody remember Tubes? Was it Tubes? Microsoft Tubes? Which was basically, it was a a, a kind of drag and drop um, kind of programming tool and so what i did is i uh i built this tool that aggregated all of the ogilvy staff blogs around the world and filtered them into this single uh feed and then i outputted that as as ogilvy's twitter account and and i kind of did it on the not really on the slide but i just did it um and uh, and it, and it worked and, and we became like the most followed advertising agency in the world, uh, because it was kind of people's opinions. It wasn't kind of corporate, uh, corporate speak. And it was a really interesting idea that I just went, oh will sod it. I'll give it a go. Um, and kind of built it and stitched it together and it wasn't going to be perfect and it didn't get sign off. Um, but it got a huge amount of traction, um, so much so that CEO of, Ogilvy phoned me up and said, uh, can we can we have it back, please? Uh, at, at which point I kind of I handed it over, but only after a good couple of years of, of kind of running the um, uh, the Ogilvy um, social media uh, business with a with a sticky tape together uh, piece of piece of coding, which was which was quite a lot of fun. So it was a it was a it was an interesting you can innovate in big uh, in big companies. Just give it a go. Uh, ask for ask for forgiveness, not not permission. Oh well, I, I, wise words. Do I say that? I'll put that with a with a provisor
0: on it, and that's the thing. Um, we have a question on um, the hashtag mouthwash show. Um, how are you going to deal with height? A three D version of what three words? Mm. I e. You're on the third floor of a building.
1: Yeah. So in the um, we, we are a flat two uh, D system, uh, uh, just like GPS is. I think that there are there are a few challenges with. It's something we are looking at, but there are a few challenges with height. One is, do you make it like is it meters or is it stories? Um, uh, and then actually, in if you're inside, GPS struggles to get a fix on your phone because it can't see the sky, and so actually accuracy inside is not brilliant. Um, where we where people do use us when they are uh, in a in a high rise, for example, is that they will use their street address and then they will use the what three words address of their entrance, uh, for example. So. Uh, and this is another one of the instances where we're not trying to replace a traditional address if you've got one, but we add that level of specificity. So they'll say I'm at flat, you know, flat twenty two at Larkhall Rise, um, W one, and the three word address is Index Home Raft.
0: Interesting. Um... Yeah, the height one's interesting. Interesting. Um, so last question. Um, if you had to have no, so you've got to have a socially distanced um picnic with four people, they can be gathered alive.
1: Which one uh, which ones are you having and why? Um well I saw something really interesting about this recently where uh they asked a bunch of like adults who they wanted and they were saying all these people's names, and then they asked their kids. Uh, the same question. And they were like, well, I want mummy and daddy and granny and grandpa. And and you saw all the, all the parents looking totally crestfallen and slightly guilty and embarrassed about the fact that they wanted to have lunch with uh, Marilyn Monroe. Um, uh, so I think, I don't know, um, uh, Leonardo da Vinci, Galileo, Aristotle, Plato. I mean, people that have... Um, I I, I crazily changed, changed the world and the way that people and the way that people think, um, uh, massively significant. I just remember studying those people at, at school, uh, particularly Leonardo da Vinci and, uh, and the impact that his thinking and his art, uh, had on me was was fairly significant and I grew up wanting to be a uh, an, an architect because of you know an inventor and, a, and an engineer because of uh, but because of what I saw so I think those would be quite interesting people to talk to.
0: Thanks for listening. Find out more about Mouthwash and the next season over at mouthwashshow.com. Mouthwash is recorded live on Twitter Spaces before becoming the podcast you've been listening to. Thanks to Ecology for planting a tree for every listener and Shell for sponsoring the show. Let me know if you're enjoying Mouthwash so far by leaving us a rating and a review. Remember to subscribe to Mouthwash wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes featuring activists, AI experts, Silicon Valley royalty, Pulitzer Prize winning journalists and a whole lot more besides. See you next time, and remember, always start or end your day with a little mouthwash.